This is Short-Term Rental Management, the show that is all about short-term rental property management with your host, yours truly, Luke Carl. This episode of The Short-Term Show is brought to you by The Short-Term Shop. 30-year fixed mortgages, tax benefits, and long-distance management training made easy are just a few of the perks of owning a short-term rental. The Short-Term Shop can help you buy and learn how to manage your property from anywhere in the world. Just go to theshorttermshop.com and click Get Connected. Again, that's theshorttermshop.com, and we are brokered by EXP. See y'all over there. We did it. We did it. Short-term rental management. Uh, life is good. It's wonderful to be here in uh, your presence, and uh, and thank you for hanging. We know you have a lot of choices as far as content is concerned. Seems there's a there's a a guy for everything these days, and we want to be your go-to for managing short-term rentals. 100. Uh, if you're talking about single-family homes uh, that people go stay in on vacation, this is the place. And of course, we're talking about doing it yourself. That's the general. Uh, topic situation that we live and breathe here at Short Term Rental Management, and uh, I'm I'm your host, uh, Long Haired Luke. I uh, I've been doing this a long time. I have the longest running Airbnb in the Smoky Mountains, uh, somewhere around five thousand reservations on my resume. I do have a co-host today, good friend of mine, Mr. Tim. Uh, Tim is badass, and one of the reasons I like Tim is he also has long term rentals, which I'm a huge fan of. Of course, we don't talk about that too much here but uh, it is part of the culture tim how you doing I, th- I thought it was because i had motorcycles motorcycles do come <laughs> in handy around here uh 100 and the hair no, i'm doing helps. great today thanks for having me today i, I got long always hair. appreciate being on the show motorcycles you're from iowa i'm from nebraska it was a match made in heaven uh it's uh it's a it's a bromance waiting to be a novel. romance yeah and uh, today we're going to talk about how to uh, how to manage while you're on vacation, while you're on vacation, while you're deployed in the military, while you're anywhere but at home, um, and while you're uh, you know abroad, working abroad, whatever the case may be. This is perfect. I'm on vacation every day. That's right, baby. Uh, live the life. There's I'm sure there's a quote there. Live the life you want. Uh, I'm on vacation. My life is just your your vacation or something like that. Um, and I did drop my kids off at school today in this Metallica shirt, which is, a, is if you're a Metallica fan, this is their first album, Kill 'Em All, and uh, and that's just how we roll around here. And they actually asked me to chaperone the uh, school field trip uh, this coming Friday, and I said, well, um, maybe I won't wear the metal shirt. And they said, no, that's okay, you can, you can do that. So, but yeah, anyway, uh, for those of you that aren't watching on YouTube um, today, short-term rental management from. Not necessarily a distance. Uh, we are saying now we can dabble in that. That's not what today's call is about. But we are saying that, yes, you can do this from a distance. That should be fairly common knowledge at this point. I guess, Tim, I didn't even didn't even cross my mind to cover that subject today. Uh, I feel that people that are deep enough in this business should realize that you can do this from a distance, which brings me to today's topic, which is doing it on vacation, which, in essence... Aren't I just on vacation? Aren't I just at a, a managing from a distance while I'm on vacation? So what I want to specialize on today's call is like, how do I not be so present and enjoy my life? Because after all, we did get into real estate to enjoy life, right? You know, I don't want to be stuck working for the man. That's how we, that's how people find this to begin with. How do I, how do I make money without working? <laughs> it's, it's like the first thing that comes up. 
buy real estate. It's a novel concept. All you need is $20 million in cash and you can quit your job, you know? But, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I think that really if we could sum up, sum up today's conversation in just one thought, and that is just make sure your systems are in place, right? Systems, 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 systems. It's all that. And if they're in place, you're ready to rock. And, uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of this, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, you know, my systems are going to be different than yours, uh, for sure. And ours are probably not as set up for being completely, you know, offline, if you will. But, uh, you know, whatever you set up, use them all the time. And uh, then when you do, you know, want to check out or whatever, you're, it's just it's it's the same the same thing you've been doing. You know, uh, obviously, we start off managing this remote everything. We live in the Smokies now, but uh, uh, we've continued manage these things just like we're remote you know we don't we're not we don't have to show up at our properties every day or every turn for this to work you know and and, and we have stuff in gulf shores and we only see those you know whatever once a year um but uh you know it's all because of the systems yeah so uh, and i should mention uh we, we have no reason to be shy here tim sells tim sells cabins in the smokies if you're interested just find us at the shorttermshop.com we'd be love we'd love to help you not only uh uh not only are, uh, am I the founder of the Hair Club for Men, I'm also a, a member or whatever the <laughs> hell that guy said. We're, now we're showing our age. We are the same age, too. Same from same we part are. of the world, same motorcycles, and same uh, age. But anyway, uh, you make a good point. This is about management. We are property managers. Some, something I think that a lot of folks, some folks that have been doing this for five years, don't even realize. Or you know, maybe they think they realize it, but they, they don't really think about it. At the end of the day, if you've got a house on Verbo, if you've got a house on Airbnb, what you are is a property manager, okay? It's as simple as that. And you're going to manage different than I manage and different than Joe manages and Johnny manages. Everybody manages differently. You're just looking for the same, you know, we're looking for the same outcome, uh, happy guests, first and foremost, and of course, cash flow. Uh, but, uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I can do differently that, that you can do uh, different than, than what I do. And everybody can have success. And the same thing with long-term rental. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all about, it's all about working how you want it to work into your life. And, and you need to kind of answer that question first, you know, what, what do you want this to look like? And then that is how you architect your systems. You know, you gotta, you make your, you architect your systems to work, how you want this to work around your life. You know, if, if, if you enjoy, you know, talking to guests and stuff, which actually my wife loves that. She loves like, she loves the hosting part. So she like, doesn't want to like push that off. Cause that's, that's what she, and that's like the enjoyment in it for her. So do that. You know, if you're horrible at talking to people uh, and you don't want to, and, and you like sigh every time a, a, get, a message comes through uh, architect your systems differently. So you're not the one doing that, you know? Yeah. And that, that kind of leads into the conversation we're having today. You know, you got, you got to answer the question of what do you want first and how do you want it to look like? And, and that's what you need to strive for. So uh, Tim and I are both motorhome people. He's in one right now. As a matter of fact, you can see if you're watching the show and uh, uh, I have a motorhome as well. And um, and so, uh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind for me for being on vacation is the motorhome trip because I do one every year that's about a month. Um, and and that's a lot, you know. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, l- let's dive into that in a second. I do want to... Uh, strike a little uh, preemptive on that with the fact that again, neither one of us have day jobs. So that is something to take into consideration. We don't have quote unquote, you know, like a W2, no place to be at nine o'clock in the morning, no water coolers. So we are, you know, we're coming from a different perspective, I think, than a lot of folks, because 
to the, you know, I mean, I don't sound pompous here or anything, but to somebody's going to work nine to five, we probably do actually look like we're on vacation all the time. But as you know, Tim, let's touch on that. 1099 life in a lot of ways is, I don't want to say more difficult, but uh, it, it, it is, there is an element there of holding yourself accountable where as if you're going to an office, your boss is doing that for you and things like that. Yeah, I'll say though, I mean, I I did have a, a you know, uh, this helped me get away from that, but I did have a W two when we started this for the first couple of years, and uh, so and so did my wife. So we both uh, had very full time uh, gigs and you know places we had to be and all that. And I really think that actually helped us get a little more structured. Uh, you know, when you do have that accountability, I've got to be here at whatever time. Uh, you kind of architect your systems around that, and uh, but yeah, it uh. Again, it goes back to what I said before. It's like, what what does your life? You're, there's no, there's not going to be one recipe that we're going to spit out that's going to work for everybody. Uh, but there's ideas that we're going to throw out there for sure. So, yes, hundred percent. You know, so that is something to consider. You know, and we maybe we'll do another call on that at some point. That there is a difference uh, in, in a lot of ways between W nine uh, uh, W two and ten ninety nine. I I also had a W two for many years. It wasn't a nine to five situation, but it was a W two. As far as the tax man's concerned, we were the same thing. Um, so, you know, something to consider there. We have positioned our lives in such a way where we can, um, you know, have a, a, some sort of freedom here and there. But it does come with, you know, 1099 comes with you never know when this stuff's going to happen. Uh, any kind right. of 1099. 1099, 1099, you're really more uh, uh, susceptible to having to be on all the time, you know, because, you know, you got to be, you got to be ready to take that next call for whatever it is, you know, whether it's this or, you know, most 1099 people have more than one gig, you know, as, as do both you and I, you know, yeah. so there's always something going on. So you're always a little more, uh, 24 seven, if you will. Yeah. So. so there I say, you know, I mean, again, you know, there's, there's pluses and minuses on either category. W not because again, we got to talk about our jobs before we can go on vacation, right? Well, going on vacation from what? Okay, so that's what we're getting to the point right right now is is uh, uh, the day job. And you're right. Um, the, there might be multiple 1099s. And, you know, I've got multiples. And and uh, and the, the difference is, is um, we don't have, you know, and I think my point is the W-2, you can turn it off, Right. You, right, you, right, hey, right. Mr. Boss, man, I'm going on vacation. I'm going on vacation. Um, I will not be available from this day until this day. You cannot do that, period, in 1099. And dare I say that that makes going on vacation more dis- difficult in some aspects. My kids almost expect me to be stuck to that damn phone, and that stinks, you know? And and I'm, I am, you know, just in life trying to move myself away from my kids seeing me on my phone all the time. Um, and, and, but it's just part of it. W W or uh, 1099 life, you know? Um, yeah. And I think that's, that's, uh, I think there's a little bit, and this could probably be a whole nother show too. There's a, there's a definitely, uh, you know, an e-myth, uh, evolution that happens in, uh, being an entrepreneur and a 1099 worker. You know, I mean, when you're, when you're at the technician and entry level, you're on the phone all the time. And as you grow and build systems and, and bring more people into your organization, that's when you start to be able to have, more time because you 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 know you you sh- ultimately you're going to shift from a uh, a doer to a manager you know and uh, the more you get to being the manager uh, the more time you're going to have to you know be off your phone and and be more present so yeah now dare I say if you're sitting there saying 
how am I going to handle my short-term rental while I'm on vacation? It really kind of, to me, is as simple as the fact that you're not ready. You're not doing it right yet. And that's okay. You know, uh, you, you maybe are just new and don't realize that there are little tips and tricks you can do to kind of space yourself from this, from this property. Um, and it is scary when you're new. So, but again, I think we can round up this entire conversation, this entire call with that, with that statement. If you feel like you can't go on vacation because of this property or two or three properties, you're doing it wrong, quite frankly. Yeah. You need and to work. You need to work on your systems. If that's yes, the case, systems sure. need to just and, tweaks. And yeah. dare I say, once you get past the four, three or four properties, once you get up to that five, six, seven, the systems become easier. Uh, and you, because yeah, you can, they, they repeat, they repeat and you got this, you know, you don't have to make 16 phone calls to get one thing done. You got guys there, they already know who you are. You've got a, a, a book of business with a lawn care guy, with a plumber. They know who you are. When you call, when you only got one or two or three properties, you're not calling often enough to get, That's uh, get what you need out of these guys. And again, Tim and I are long-term rental people. I, I think Tim will agree. Nobody on the planet wants 77 short-term rentals. It's just not, and not if they're vacation homes in a vacation. I market. don't, <laughs> I don't, uh, but you know, we do have, you know, I've got dozens and dozens of, of, of long-term rentals. So, and, and if you have them near where your short terms are, or whatever, maybe it's just, it's the same. It's still, it's still just a damn house or apartment at the end of the day. So again, to, to reiterate, if you feel that way, I hate to tell you, tough love here on short-term rental management, tough love. If you feel like you can't go on vacation because of this property, you're not doing it right. The day job should be much more difficult to get away from than one or two little you know, properties on Verbo. Am I right about that? Yeah. And I, I agree. And I also say, you know, it can be a little bit of a progression, you know, I mean, uh, maybe your first vacation uh, isn't isn't as hands-off as you want, but you learn, you learn what happens that you didn't like on your vacation that you're, cause you're messing with this house um, and you fix it. And then the next time you go, it's better. And the next time you go, it's better. And uh, so don't think you got to go from like zero to hundred in one step. But uh, uh, I definitely agree that this is a definitely uh, an asset class and a business that you, you can go on an effective vacation on for sure. Right. And, and you're hundred percent right. It doesn't need to be overnight. Okay. Maybe step your way into it, get there. And and I'll be honest, man, as again, at 1099 in, in some capacity, basically my whole life, I've never had a nine to five in my whole life. You get to the point where, you know, at least I do, where I feel guilty putting my phone down because that means I'm not working. And, and that is the downside. That is the biggest downside of not having a W-2 of a day job because you leave at five o'clock for the most part. Now, again, lawyers, doctors, that's a whole different thing. Um, you can turn a switch and turn it off. That's the beauty of a W-2, you know, um, and 1099. I'm, I'm struggling with this now and, and, and reading books and trying to figure out ways to get out from underneath it is just being able to, to, to walk away and, and breathe the fresh air and see the sunlight and the birds in the trees, you know? Um, and, so to me, if I'm on vacation, my life doesn't really change that much. I'm just different surroundings. And, and that's part of it. 1099, it, it is definitely, it is conducive to travel in general. The type of people that don't want to have a day job can't have a day job. They generally travel more anyway. Now, 
does the W-2 guy, it's a different experience. The W-2 guy is like, oh, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. I can wake up late and blah, blah, blah. You know, and then the 10, 1099 guy, at least me, I'm like, I'm still waking up at four o'clock in the morning on vacation. <laughs> you know, um, you, you feel that too? Or are, are you able to just, are you able to turn a switch and flip it, flip it off? No, I, and I, I can't really turn a switch. To me, I've had to like kind of relearn what vacation is. You know, and you kind of nailed it a few a little bit. It's it's different surroundings for me. Uh, you know, the my daily routine is like I don't see a big reason to change that because it's not like, oh my, if you know, right now, I mean, if I wanted to sleep in, I could sleep in. You know, that can happen about any day. <laughs> you know, so the 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 changing routine isn't as much of a thing for me. Like going on vacation is about seeing new things and being in new places more than it is uh, changing up my routine a bunch. So back to the motorhomes. Uh, I'm getting ready for my motorhome trip. We go every every summer for a month or two, or a month, give or take. And uh, um, it is uh, it's awesome. It's life changing. It's amazing. Um, it is stressful. Not gonna lie. I've got a I've got two little kids, and um, uh, little enough that they you know scream and throw fits and things like that. And uh, and it can be stressful. And I'm driving that big rig, you know, eight ten hours a day. Because <laughs> um, you need to bring me along to be your driver, man. Yeah, you need to be my driver because I'll tell you right now, Avery, she she likes to go. She, dude, we can't stay in one place for more than one night, and, and it that <laughs> so that's something I got to work on with her because she's go go. She grew up in a motorhome, right? Or it's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of tear down. Yeah, dude, up. just to put the damn jacks down and put them back up. Yeah, it's like hook oh, the jeep man, up. We, we just got here. <laughs> I, now you got you're making me go put the damn jeep back on, and it's raining outside. And she's like, "Let's go." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make so. sure something the brakes not stuck on something <laughs> oh dude I, I can't tell you how many times i pulled out with the emergency brake on the jeep you know but uh and you don't even find out until the next stop but uh there's always some antennas antennas up the antenna's still up yeah, well, yeah. what's that smell <laughs> what's that smell uh wait a minute slow down <laughs> so anyway but um but you know okay so it starts for me it, it depends on uh, motorhome versus are we going on an airplane? That's a big difference. Are we driving or are we flying? There is a big difference there. Um, cause there's a certain part where you're going to have to just, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to Spain, you're going to have to, you're going to be away for a while, at least on that airplane, you know? And then when you get there, uh, you don't know if the service is going to be spotty or if your phone's even going to work and stuff like that. So internet's a big part of it, right? If we're doing a checklist for today's call, I think the first thing on that, that would be internet, um, do I even want internet? You know, again, I think what most people that are going to get into this topic are worried that they're not going to be able to be present enough. So they're worried about getting the internet and dare I say, let's play devil's advocate there. Maybe I don't want the damn internet, you know, maybe, right. maybe I'm shutting it off, but you know, again, again, going on a motor home for a month, you're going to have your, I don't care what kind of person you are. You need internet in that bus and that, and that air, air, Tim's in an Airstream right now. Um, and so, you know, uh, there's tons of options out there for that. Um, the, uh, obviously the Elon option is the bigger, the one that everybody's talking to right, right now. We again, we're not here to compare different types of internet for, for traveling, but no, but I will say I've gotten to where we take our internet with us everywhere. Um, whether we're in the, the motor home or the, the airstream or whether we're even, even if we go on a car trip, we got to where we're taking our internet in the car with us everywhere. And it's just you know all the hotels and stuff have internet too but it just made our lives easier just to have ours everywhere uh, once you kind of get used to that you can do whatever you need to rolling down the road any within no matter what you're in 
So uh, that's been a game changer for us. And uh, actually, a lot of the new cars are, it's just kind of starting, but a lot of the new vehicles are starting to come with uh, internet option. So Yes. Most of them are going to have, you know, newer, decent car is going to have internet. You know, it's not cheap. You know, you got to pay for it. It's not the greatest on the planet sure. either. Um, it's just cell internet, you know, from AT&T usually, but uh, it'll work. You can definitely get on your on your computer. Did you know there's actually a company that will help you find and purchase your first or next short-term rental? The Short-Term Shop is the premier short-term rental acquisition company. They have a team of realtors with tons of experience, and most of them actually own their own properties as well. They are the best in the business and would be happy to help you with your next purchase. You can find them at theshorttermshop.com, brokered by EXP. The shorttermshop.com. Another another thing you can do is, you know, make sure you got good internet, obviously. And, and there's some options out there. Starlink is the Elon one. That's getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're using a lot of data on that, from what I understand, it starts to get expensive. But um, I think that that is the future. Um, you know, the, his companies are generally very, you know, hip to what's next, that kind of thing. And I think he's going to get ahead of that. And, and I, I could see that in everybody's home at some point, you know, but um um, and another thing you can do is hire somebody, you know, maybe hire somebody in your family to, to, to be a team member on your, now that, see on Airbnb, yeah. you can, you can add a team member or a co-host. That's, they're really honestly kind of the same damn thing. Um, uh, but, uh, or in the, the where that's where it gets weird on it. Verbo, you can't do that. So you're basically just giving somebody your username and password. Your login, right. Yeah. Give them your password or change your password to something that you don't care that they have, you know? Uh, because again, Verbo is is uh, traditionally not as as uh, technology driven as Airbnb is, uh, or uh, you know, most of us have management softwares, so you could just add somebody as a team member on your management software. They don't even need your Verbo at, uh, a login at that point. They can do all the Verbo stuff right from your guesting for host, right from your hospitable, whatever it is, and then they can have their own username and password, just like your cleaner does. And you could, you know, think of it like house sitting. It's like your house sitting your house. You know, I'm going on, I'm going on the road for three weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be around a little bit. I don't really want to be around too much because I'm trying to really enjoy life here. Uh, my hair is not getting any less gray. You know what I mean? So um, uh, why, don't, why don't I pay you 500 bucks for the month? And you handle these three properties. You handle all my messages. Something weird happens or something gets a little hairy. You let me know. But otherwise, I just need you to... I just need you to respond to guests. Now, if it's something that you don't understand, shoot me a text. But if they say, um, you know, whatever, how do I get to the restaurant? Just Google it for them. Really, most of the stuff you can just find on Google. So, um, you yeah. Know. And we're actually working on this year is a we're we're working on writing a full uh, SOPs standing out, you know, standard operating procedures for all of our properties. Uh, we want this thing to run like, you know, consistency wise in our messaging, you know, and this may just be us being a little bit anal, but we want it like McDonald's. So, you know, we want the same experience for every guest and everything. So in that, you know, kind of the homework ahead of, you know, adding a co-host or whatever uh, we have, we have a person that we use. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we basically want to be able to hand them a playbook, you know, and say, this is how you handle all these different situations. And, uh, outside of that playbook, if something comes up, if you aren't comfortable, exactly what you said, then you get a hold of me. And, uh, generally something like that, you're kind of getting towards, you know, it's either they need to call 911 sometimes, or it's, uh, or it's something that may not be super urgent, you know, but, uh, um, and then we, we also alert, you know, our, 
major boots on the ground people. You know, we have each of our markets, we have a, uh, you know, we have our cleaners, which is our hub of everything. And then we have usually a, uh, a preferred handyman type person that is also, you know, can help us in an emergency. If, uh, you know, our contact person needs to get hold of this person and that person couldn't take care of whatever's going on, they're going to know somebody to call. So, um, you know, really those kind of three things, you know, our, 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 you know, our person take care of the front end and then two back end people can really handle everything once you get it all kind of structured and, and, you know, you build those relationships over time. That's not something that happens with one phone call, but as you have a relationship built with your cleaners and your handymen and your contractors and all that, they know who you are. So, and do I need to train this person before I go on the road? I'm sitting here thinking about that. Hey, Patty, I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, uh, you know, if I'm new, I only got two or three properties. I mean, really, you could probably throw somebody into the fire and just say, hey, just just make sure this person's happy. Even if you don't have the answer, say, you know, I, I'm re- I'm not really sure, uh, but I'll find out for you, you know, uh, or you yeah, can probably think, bring them on two months a... ahead of time and, and train them that way. But I think either way could kind of work. Oh, for sure. With a, with a one or two or even three. I mean, you can really I mean, you can throw the right person in the fire right away. And honestly, and that's kind of goes back to what I said earlier in the walk before you run. You know, it almost, you know, you're not completely shut off in this circumstance, but like if they're taking care of like 60% and you're taking care of 40% while you're on the road, they're taking care of all the immediate stuff that needs to happen right away. It, that's pretty easy, you know? Um, and like, honestly, a lot of it, uh, most of this, most of the stuff, let's be real, isn't that hard. I mean, you know, the odds that you're going to get some kind of crazy, you know, something that happens during your vacation is probably good. That's just Murphy's law. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, what's your day to day really look like? I mean, it's not, it's not any harder than you usually make it for yourself. You know, uh, if people are asking, you know, where your crockpot's at, uh, maybe put that in your listing or do something, you know, uh, you know, get upstream of everything. And, you know, the more robust your your front end is before you go on vacation, the easier, the easier it is when you go on vacation, because there's just that much less that anybody's going to have to deal with as far as your, your helper goes. hundred percent. Love it. Love it. Uh, and, uh, you know, as that brings me to my next point, which is just tell your guests you're on vacation, just tell them they're on vacation yeah. too. They're going to think you're cool because you're like this hip, cool Verbo Airbnb host that gets to go to Spain or whatever the hell. And, and they're going to be, you know, now there's sometimes that just made me think of something else. And in that same note, automated messages. So uh, you can have an automated message that is exactly that, but also, you know, for whoever it is helping you. And again, this goes to helping yourself It all. It all is kind of hand in hand for me, because if you get this thing to where it can run when you're on vacation, you can pretty much do that whenever, but you can create a lot of templates in your, your software program that are for a lot of different situations. And if you do that and they're sitting there, that makes your co-host life super easy. You know, oh, this happened. Oh, there's a message for it. Boom. You know, uh, uh, just send that out, you know. So and that's something that helps you on the day to day anyway. If you're if you're writing the same message five times a month, uh, you need to have a template for that or mm-hmm. fix it upstream, <laughs> you know, preferably fix it upstream. But, you know, there's always there's there's certain messages that we have templates for that are just nice to have. You know, I People fix it upstream. I fixed it upstream with yeah. my guidebook. I'm sitting here thinking, man, it's I can't remember the last time I had to answer the same question for the fifth time. And it's right, because right, right. 
because of my guidebook, right? You know, so I use Touch Day yeah. and I love it and it's a lot of work. And not a lot of people don't look at it, but if they do ask me some stupid question that I hear all the time, I can say, you just send them that link. Boom, here's the link to the guidebook. And and shame on right. you for not, for, you know, it wasn't my fault. I, I showed you where it was. Now you don't want to rub it in their face. It's not hospitable, you know, but, uh, but I think that's a lot of the answer, though. And what we're talking about, you know, if, again, you have that, when you have all that stuff set up well, uh, that makes life easy for anybody way to take your spot when you're not there so yes take my spot when i'm not there that's what it's all about I, i've got so many books to talk about at the end of this show i'm writing them all down here um so okay um tell them you're on vacation just tell them same thing if you're deployed in the military you know i get that all the time well how am i going to manage this property if i'm if i'm in the military if i'm my my, my uh brother-in-law's in the in the navy you know, and, uh, and we get a lot of military clients and, uh, at the short-term shop and we're very proud of it. My dad went to Vietnam twice, uh, a lot of military in my family and yours as well. And, um, yep. and, and my, my answer there is I just tell them, you know, I don't think you want to tell them, uh, same with being on vacation. I, I wouldn't say, Hey, I'm in Germany right now. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in, on vacation in Spain. I'm deployed in the military in Japan, you know? Uh, because you do want to give somewhat of an illusion that you're kind of around, give or take. But I would just tell them, say, hey, I'm traveling right now. Um, it, you know, uh, I'll be back. Make it, make it feel like you'll be back real soon. But like at this right at this moment, I'm not available. Or if you're getting back to the military thing, if you're in the military, they're going to understand that you have weird hours and, and obligations. And maybe you don't tell them that you're, again, back in, in Germany or Japan, but you say, hey, I'm in the military. Sometimes my response rate is going to be a little slow. Um, and uh, please bear with me. Uh, and a person on the planet, you can have the biggest jackass guest on the planet. They're still going to understand and respect that, you know. Right. So, and, and back to the uh, uh, being on vacation, just, dude, hey, I'm on vacation. Just let them know. Again, this is what I always say. Let them know before it happens. You know, so if you're getting ready to leave and you're worried, which again, I don't even know that I would do this because I'm really not too particularly worried about my guests knowing where I'm at or caring. Uh, but if you are worried, hit them with it before you leave. Just hit all your guests. Let's say you got like four guests coming up while you're on vacation. Just hit those four people and say, hey, I'm going to be, uh, you know, a little touch and go uh, because I'm going to be traveling um, a, a, a for the next, uh, you know, while while you're at the property. I will be available, but, you know, don't expect me to be coming to tuck you in at night and things like that. And dare I say, we shouldn't be giving that impression anyway. You know, I, as, as, as much as I want to err on the side of hus, hus, uh, hospitality, just read a, a book on this. As a matter of fact, I got so many books to talk about at the end of this show. Um, and this book was about uh, um, the guy who owns 11 Madison Park, number one restaurant in the world for a couple of years. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, his whole thing was kissing everybody's ass. They go out to smoke a cigarette. You go out and, and you put a, a little cup in their hand with some whiskey in it and stuff like that. And, and yeah, it would be awesome if we could do that stuff. But again, this is a single family home. It's not scalable. Being that like on top of these folks, it's not scalable. You can't build a front desk in the front yard of this house and like just answer the phone and give them everything they want all the freaking time. In exchange, they're getting a big, beautiful house where their entire family can stay in one house and they have a kitchen where they can prepare meals. And I think in the, for the most part, most people don't even want us to be around. They want their privacy. But every now and then you get that the, the folks that they feel like they want you up their ass, for lack of a better way to put it. 
So just say, hey, I'm not gonna be uh, I'm not gonna be available available to be up your ass here for the next uh, three or four days, uh, just so you know. And I think setting that expectation uh, can help tremendously as far as you know your guests getting mad at you or not. No, I agree. Upfront expectations is huge. Yeah, uh, let them know what they're getting into before they get there. It's all about uh, set this. I mean, is huge part of this business is setting expectations. And along those same lines, dare I say, it's somewhere probably around 90%. Okay. I'm making this number up. There's somebody out there going to listen to this and say, Luke's a terrible host. Well, go look at my reviews. I mean, they're impeccable. I have the most and the best reviews in all of my markets. Um, and I don't know how I do it quite frankly, but it, it just, I, I pull it off. You know, I mean, uh, I am not like the sweet lady that delivers cookies to the front door to every guest. Um, uh, but people love my houses and they're, they're, for one thing, they're kick-ass houses and that's a big part of it. But dare I say, I'm finally going to get to my point. Dare I say it's gotta be somewhere around 80, maybe 90% of the time that the best response is no response. How do you feel about that? Are you super, are you giving like, do you give, give, give to your guests or do you give them breathing room? Uh, we give them breathing room. Um, and that's my wife and I are a little bit different on that. Like I said, she, she, she likes talking to people. I mean, so she'll, she gets a little bit chattier than I would in messages, but, uh, in general, uh, we don't, we, we, we very careful not going in being super chatty. You know, it's very straightforward. This is what the, da, 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 da. um, and most people just kind of follow suit with that, you know, and most of our guests, Honestly, I mean, at this point, with the way everything's set up, most of our guests come and go, and we have zero interaction with them. I mean, that's let's like I said, let's be real earlier. I mean, I don't know the percentage, 80, 90 percent. There's nothing. I mean, they come and go, and that's the best. I mean, that means if they come and go and leave a good review, that means you fed them all the information they needed to have a enjoyable and successful vacation in your house. And uh, you know, that's kind of what we strive for. So and there are going to be the people that you can't make happy. You know, um, again, that might right. be a whole podcast. In but I don't want to paint the picture. Like I don't want to paint the picture that every single guest we're talking to, because we're not, you know, I mean, it's, we're automated messaging them, but we're not, we're not lifting up our phone, you know, on every guest for sure. I'm somewhere between you and Patty. And to me, it depends on, cause I'm a very chatty individual to begin with. But it, but it has to be a vibe, you know. Some of these people, uh, you know, even though you're uh, you're you've got a screen in between the two of you, uh, you know, you're like, right. man, this I got nothing in common with, with this person. This is, you know what I mean. Um, and and for the most part, I don't do messages uh, anyway. I've got somebody full time that does that. Sounds like your wife is is in charge of the messaging. Is that how you're doing it? Absolutely, absolutely. She doesn't let me even do it. Right. Yeah. And she's right. <laughs> no, that, that's kind of a joke. But no, she she enjoys that role and she is taking it on. She does great with it. And and you just said something that, you know, you said you're right between me and her. And I would agree with that. Uh, and she struggles sometimes with the uh, not like there may be a cultural difference or just whatever. Like, a, you know, she she the screen gets in her way a little bit sometimes because she thinks like everybody thinks like her a little bit, you know, and uh, uh, but she does great with it. She she does a fantastic job. Yeah. So at the end of the day, guys, if you feel like you can't go on vacation, you're not running your business right. You need to have it to the point where you can just go at all times and and uh, and, and let it run, man. It needs to be 
you know, uh, a well-oiled machine. So let's talk about book uh, recommendations. I'm going to go running. I've been recommending this one a lot lately. I just finished it. The, 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 uh, uh, restaurant book that I can never remember the name of. Hold on. Let me pull that up. Unreasonable hospitality. Great book. I highly recommend it. It has nothing to do with, I thought it was going to be about hotels. Honestly, when I, when I first downloaded it, I'm an audible guy. Um, great book though. Great book. And I do have, a, I'm going to close the show today with a quote from that book, but, uh, you already mentioned the e-myth which is a must read. If you're yeah. just getting into, into this world of you have to making read your you life have to better. Yeah. You have to read the myth in my opinion. That's uh that's one of the top five in my opinion. Oh, top uh, five for sure. hundred percent top five for me. I've got about 30 books in my top five, but that's one of them. Um, <laughs> uh, it's funny. We're, we're doing this podcast today. I actually just started a book the other day and I'm not very deep into it, but it's, it's redeeming your time is the name of the book. Okay. Listen, look at you. You just made my time. Jordan, Jordan Rayner, uh, redeeming your time. And you're, you're enjoying it. Yeah. So far I'm just getting into it. So okay, about, I look I forward know, to, I'll put that in my queue. I just started a book this morning. I'll put that in my queue. Um, peak performance. This came up today several times as far as being too connected to your phone. Um, this is a tremendous book. Uh, basically for high level individuals, uh, CEO type folks, people running big companies that are, you know, achieving at a high level. And that, that book really opened my mind. Not that I'm doing that. I'm not saying that, but that book opened my mind. Maybe I am, but, uh, to, you know, work life balance, you gotta be able to step away from the phone occasionally. And, uh, that book really helped me with that. Um, you know, turn it, you know, like just simple little stuff like, don't touch your phone after 6 p.m. kind of thing. So peak performance, check that one out. We also talked about making sure your business runs perfectly flawlessly. Dare I say, your business runs like clockwork, which is the name of another book by Mike Michalowicz. You guys, you're getting all the good stuff today. Love Mike Michalowicz stuff. Huge uh, fan. And then we touched on this too, but up, you know, upstream. I upstream. Mean, uh, you know, every, everything, you know, if, if you get upstream of everything before you go on vacation, it's going to make your vacation a lot easier. So absolutely upstream, a fantastic book that changed my life. And then I got another one for you. This is a coming, becoming a book podcast today, which is fine. Uh, who not how, who not how I think this book is a little dangerous. I'm not going to lie. Cause what happens is, is it's almost like four hour work week, same vibe. You're like, Oh, I'm going to read this book and never do anything the rest of my life. Well, no, it <laughs> doesn't work like that. If you want to do you know, it's it's like office space. Take my cousin. He's broke. Don't do shit. You know what I mean? That's what, if you don't want to do anything, you're going to be broke and sitting there not doing anything. But if you're good at running and being a, running a team, running a company, being a leader, you need books to help you be better at that, which is what I got out of four hour work week. It's not, you can't take the, oh, I'm going to work four hours a week and go sit on a beach thing away from that. You got to be like, okay, I'm doing all this stuff wrong and I could, I could basically compress all the important stuff I'm doing down to four hours. And then you got free up all this other time to go kick more ass. Right. That's, uh, that's exactly the key I get from that stuff is like, I've, you know, when I first uh, started thinking about leaving the W2 job, you know, it was all about, Oh, I'm going to be able to go sit on a beach all day long and drink my ties, you know? And, uh, I quickly learned about myself that that would never work. So yeah. it, it all does become about like, optimizing your business, creating all this free time. And then I, I, then I do it over for me. It's a rinse, recycle, repeat thing, you know? And it's like, once you get something nailed down and running super efficient and uh, you get a team going and everything, then you have time to go do it again. 
and something else. So. I'm going to throw another one out there on the same subject because we're talking about it. There's a book called 12 week year, which is the exact same thing. It's basically like how to, right. you know, you, you, this, you thought it was going to take you a year to do all this stuff. Well, I'm going to show you how to do that in a quarter. So then you've got three quarters of the year left to go kick more ass. I, I really like that. It's not a very well-known book. Um, and again, it's just another, there's so many books out there with like numbers in the title, you know, seven habits and all this stuff. Uh, but 12 week year, I thought I really enjoyed that. Anything else to, to cover today before we go out the door? If I'm going on vacation, I'm stressed out about my properties. Um, what, what do I, you know, any final thoughts? My final thoughts are take a deep breath. Look at what you're really doing on your vacation and what's going to, you know, what would like ruining your vacation even look like? Cause don't let it, don't let it ruin your vacation. But before, before you let it, just like if something happens, it's not going to be the end of the world. Uh, you're going to get through it and, and you have to learn from your mistakes, you know? So don't be afraid of, certainly don't be afraid of getting into this vacation into this, into this, uh, business because of that. But once you're in the business, don't be afraid to go on vacation. You got to do it. You got to take care of your family. You got to take care of yourself. So do it. If it's not perfect the first time, learn from it and move on and go on vacation again. Absolutely. I'm going to leave you guys with a quote today, which has come up multiple times in my life this week. I actually wrote this quote down when I read it in uh, a book that we already mentioned, which was Unreasonable Hospitality. The gentleman that wrote that book, uh, which is Will Gadara. I'm pronouncing that right. Um, sorry, Will. Uh, he he said it, and then and then I went to see John Wick four came out, you know, recently, and uh, I'm a huge John Wick fan. And uh, I'm not going to even mention the movie, but you need to watch it. It's amazing. I love 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 me some John Wick. This quote was in that movie, and I'm like, holy crap! This, you know, I just wrote it down two days before I went to see the movie. Uh, so the quote is, if I can read it on my BHAG board up here. The way you do anything, the way you do one thing is the way you do anything. And I sit there and think about that and I'm like, holy crap. You know, are there things that I'm doing in life that I'm like half-assing? Am I doing, am I mediocre over here? Or, you know, because it's, it's totally related. If I'm kicking ass as a dad, I'm kicking ass as a husband, you know, if you're sucking as a dad you're sucking as a this is something they're all related the one you do it one the way you do one thing is the way you do everything i love that quote from john wick yeah that's awesome <laughs> so we'll leave you with that today on short-term rental management long hair luke carl on behalf of tim tim grillio uh we love you very much and uh and, and please leave us a review we're in the re damn review business folks so please uh, hit us with a quick five star on the wherever you're listening apple podcasts or wherever it may be and we love you and we'll see you next Tuesday.